ladies and gentlemen, welcome on into the X-Wing segment of the Wide World of Wargaming. I am your host, Vincent Morgato. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. Hello, everybody. I am I am at work physically, which is weird. And Mr. Drew Bishop. He's more machine than man now, I'm afraid. That's all you... I gave you a beat just to make sure there wasn't more to the back half of that. Okay. It's a, you know, you're all good. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> and we are proud to be joined for the very first time by the reigning world champion, the man with many hats, and the handsomest man in X-Wing, Mr. Ollie Parknell. Oh, I had something lined up, and then you just you just broke me. You actually just <laughs> broke me. I was, I was Yeah. Well, I, I haven't been to work physically in like two months, and it's depressing. But hi. It's good to be here. I like, yeah, to, give, a... I like to give glowing intros. It's actually a pretty good skill of mine. It is pretty good. You are a good schmoozer. I am physically blushing right now. <laughs> uh, my, my dad taught me very, very well. Um, anyway. For, for what it's worth, Ollie, he's a little bit of a slut, so you're not the first guy he said that to. Dang. So, so I, thing is, I, I, should mind. Started, I should have started with hello there. Ollie, <laughs> yeah. do not yes. believe the slander coming out of Jeff's mouth. That is a complete lie. That's fine. I'm not picky. All right. Now, normally we run a very, very, uh, un, what, what would you call it, unofficial and disorganized show. However, since we do not know when we will have this opportunity again, I have exactly two questions. They are very open-ended, and that is for a reason. I just want to pick the brain of the world champion and disseminate this information as limited as our reach can be. Um, the first right. question, when you are building a list, mm-hmm. and I don't – don't worry about – I don't want to talk about points. I don't want to talk about, you know, what's overpowered or anything like that. I just mean concept. Let's go abstract, high level, and we'll work our way down. Are you building for individual achievement on ships or are you building for the overall list concept? Oh, good question. Um, I'm going to kind of – I'm, I'm going to ignore the two statements and just talk about how I build a list. Is that okay? Your, your show from here. Yeah, if you uh, ignore events, you're you're fitting in well already. Sure, yeah, yeah, I, 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 well, it's basically it's basically both. I think if you're going to build a list, you need a starting point, right? You need you need an idea of what you're going to be building around. Um, and so normally, I'd probably pick a ship or a pilot. Um, recently, I've been looking at a concept. So uh, the list that I was trying to put together for worlds, I put around. Okay, uh, so the best thing right now is action economy and specifically offensive action economy, because uh, since Autothrust has disappeared from the game, um, then offensive is good. So you want to build a list that has the most dice modifications possible. So focus and target lock every single turn. What's the best way of doing that? Force points, because you get free, uh, free focus mods. So build a list where every single ship has force points, but you need a ship, uh, you need a list with three good aces, because you can do it with two easy, but how do you make three? Because three is always the tough one. Um, and that was sort of like the principle that I went on. Um, other ones I've done in the past, uh, a recent one with Rebels, uh, I wanted to build a list around the Falcon uh, because I love the Falcon. Falcon's great. But at the moment, the Falcon is doing really, really, really badly. If you put loads of points on it, unless you're Jack Mooney, I don't understand how that man flies. <laughs> um, Nobody does. No, he's, he's just a savant. Uh, but yeah, so like... Um, I had a look at the rebel faction and I was like, well, Wedge is good because he is. So let's chuck Wedge in there. Let's chuck the Falcon in there. Um, what else can I put with Wedge? Well, Wedge needs dice modifications. So let's give him Jake Farrell because I'm good at flying an A-Wing and Jake gives him a focus every turn. Uh, let's give Wedge a proton torpedo because, again, double modded protons is amazing. Um, and then let's put in a Falcon. What Falcon are we going to choose? Well, Han is pretty good, but he's super expensive for what he does. Um, well, let's have a look down the chain. You've got Lando, and then you've got Leia. Uh, Lando is great. You put Nian Num on him, he gets two actions a turn, focus lock, amazing. But I then played it a little bit and realized that as soon as he went into a swarm, he gets blocked to hell. So, okay, tested the list a bit. What does it need? Well, I need to be able to do hard turns and boost and still get dice mods. What do I need? I need a force crew. They're too expensive. Um... But what about Leia? She gets a free force point. So I just tried to, with, without anything on her, um, chuck Leia in, and it worked. So, yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of how I go through and I build a list. I go, right, okay, so what do I need? I, I need this. I, I want to build around this ship. I want to build around this concept. 
this is the stuff that's good. Let's chuck this in. This is something I enjoy. Let's chuck that in. Give it a couple of games. You need to give it at least five games before you give up on it because otherwise you might have just had a bad one, right? Um, and yeah, see where you go. Yep. Yeah, I always have a problem with that. I tend to give up on a list after like two if I get smacked around real, real bad. Um, that's been a constant problem of mine basically since I started playing any kind of war game. Yeah, yeah I'm... I'm... I'm sort of the opposite. Like I, I, I will give up a list faster if it does really well, unless I'm I've got an immediate you know com- competition coming up. Like yeah, when I'm just playing for a, fun. It's been ahead, a problem Alex. recently. It's been a real big problem recently. I don't know. I've I've forced myself to lock in uh, lists into events. So like I I've never played Republic much, and I feel like I should be good at Jedi because they're an ace, but I suck with them, like super bad. So <laughs> I um, I decided to lock in Republic for one of the recent Vassal tournaments, and that was really, really fun. Like, I got to fiddle with a couple of lists. Um, yeah, like try Anakin with Chopper. It was so good. So that's, that's really interesting to me. Why is it that you... Because I think they are aces, so... Uh, and very much classic aces, double mod and all that stuff. Why is it that you think that you weren't... Um, you weren't satisfied with your play of them? Oh, that's... So whenever I put a Jedi on the table, um, I always find they die faster than my, uh, whenever I'm playing against them. So whenever I play against the Jedi, it's like, oh, they're horrible to kill. They got regen. Like I, I can never hit them. And then I put them on the table and they just go poof. And it's like, okay, why is this? So let's play them for a bit and try and understand why. Um, and yeah, just, just trying to get used to it a bit more. It's, it's something that I've, I've done a few times with other ships. Um, Big examples are Whisper. Um, I picked up Whisper literally about a year ago. I'd never flown Whisper in in the entirety of first edition. Uh, And Dash was another one um, that I'd never used until wave eight. And I was just like, right, I've got to to learn how to fly Dash because he keeps on wrecking my face. Uh, So yeah, I've done done it with a few ships. (laughs) You're a good man for staying away away from Whisper in all of 1.0. Oh, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like you can't go down the, uh, the road of like Phantom versus Fat Han versus Tice Swarm. Yeah. It is, it is, it is all, no, well, okay. So I did, but it's a rabbit hole, man. It was, I was not in a good place for the, for, for like the rest of X-Wing with all of that. And I, I do feel like it's good. It's great that you, you didn't experience that. Right. Cause I've, I've, I felt like, especially when 2.0 came out, I've tried to work myself out of it. And I have also come to the same conclusion with Republic where like I play against them and I can't kill them, but then I play with the, like as them and I just can't, I can't kill anything and they die. And I'm like, what yeah. am I doing wrong? Like, is it me? No, it's the list, right? Like, no, it's me. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> sometimes, like, I think sometimes you've got to accept it's you though. Like there mm, are certain ships in the game. Absolutely do. There are certain ships in the game that just will not work for you. Like I, I cannot fly Rebel Beef. I've tried. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like no matter how much practice you put in with a certain ship, if it's not your if it's not your jam and you're better at other things, then stick with the things that you enjoy. Because but, but sometimes it's almost like it's inexplicable, right? Because I, I have this. I fly Nian Numb in in Resistance. I fly Nian Numb pretty well. I I get destroyed when I try to fly Poe, and it's like Poe is clearly the more powerful, more versatile ship there and it is inexplicable to me how can i how can i keep me and them alive long enough to do some damage and trade for points but poe just dies if somebody breathes on him wrong for me it's weird isn't it it is weird just certain ships fit you and other ones just like it doesn't make sense i think i think uh jesper will enjoy this one but my my reigning pet hate of eternity is palob I I cannot I cannot deal with that ship. He's a jerk. He is, he's he's nasty. Whenever whenever anyone is playing him against you, they will always roll two symbols. He'll always have focus tokens. Um, whenever it's you, it's always two blanks. I don't know what it is. Yep. Yeah. He'll yeah. always have a focus token because normally it's yours. Yeah, exactly. And like it used to be yours, and then he decided to borrow it for that round. And keep yeah. it going forward. He's like, oh, I think I'll, I think I'll keep this for a while. You could have, you could have only had it for one turn. So this is a fit, this is market efficiency. I, 
I have always wondered if there is a scum list out there that someone is not playing built around Halob and Old Tarok, and we just haven't seen it. Oh, we've seen we've seen that before, I'm sure. I've, yeah, I, I have I have thoughts on this. I I have genuinely thoughts on the death of Palob um, and the death of Tarok, and I'm very sad. But Jedi Jedi killed Tarok. Yeah, Jedi killed yeah. Tarok. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they don't have tokens against him because they have big orange numbers and force. Yeah, exactly. Well, this uh, the the world's list I've been playing. If I I can take target locks every single turn and don't care. Yep. Like that that list makes Terok sad. Yeah. That list yeah. makes a lot of things sad. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> he, Ollie is clearly not familiar with our diatribes of, against big orange numbers and force. No, oh. I'm, uh, although to be fair, Jeff, you know me. I'm not subtle. If he's been around me for more than 10 minutes, I'm <laughs> That's, that's true. We, that we had a really good uh, conversation a couple of days ago on Facebook about this, actually, about how uh, I'm, I'm at least okay because I accept the fact that I know my list is broken. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and uh, just just for everyone out there who's ever disagreed with me, uh, Mister World Champion, how much should Darth Vader actually cost? That's a real good question. Um, I mean, the fact that he can do four actions a turn, and the whole point of winning at X Wing is action efficiency. I feel like a base cost. What is his base cost at the moment? Sixty-eight. Sixty-seven. Uh, uh yeah it is I, I feel like a base cost of somewhere around like if you have a look at fen with um fearless right fen with fearless baked in is a ridiculously good ship that is 72 points i feel like that should be the benchmark that most things are based around um because he's initiative six he's got a single reposition with a focus token but it mm -hmm. costs him a stress yep. um he has yep. very variable dice uh if you put him in the wrong place so he's a very skill-based ship, and I think that's what the game should be based around. Then you have a look at Vader. Vader gets all of the mods all of the time, no matter where he is. He's brute force. He's not very skill-based, but he can be incredibly skill-based if you give him the right upgrades. So I feel like I feel like a base cost of somewhere around Fen would be good. So like maybe seventy-two for Vader, um, bumping up by four or five points. It'd make him still viable because uh, I think it's a, you want to you want to be able to use Vader, right? Yeah, Vader yeah. would be good. At, that's say, the like tension 71. that we've walked. Yeah, that's the tension that we've walked because Vince is very much like I don't like the the Aces style in the game, hmm. and um, and he also agrees with me. And I believe I'm speaking for Drew as well on this, but Drew can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, he also agrees with me that. Uh, uh, the the problem that there are problems with uh, big orange numbers and force. Where we disagree is that I think that the Aces style is would be a shame to lose in the game. So like I don't want to see it go away. That's an interesting one. Um, I I think if we if we cast our minds back to Wave Seven. So I know that I'm for some of you for some of you guys listening, this will be so far in the past that it won't matter to you. Many people started in 2.0. Um, but if you go back to uh, the original game, um, there was a, a couple of years into the game, push the limit was released yep. um, or a year into the game. This this was the upgrade that allowed you to do two actions a turn and take a stress token. Um, it really kicked off the ace game before that. Everything was swarms um, and beefy jousters. Uh, then, then you suddenly had this ship that could it could do two repositions a turn. It could dodge everything and win you the game because it just wouldn't get shot. Um, then, when Wave Seven came out, uh, there was a little upgrade called R three A two, the stress yep. hog, um, yep. and it would because it gave you um, with a Y wing could double tap, and if you're in its firing arc, it shot you twice, and it gave you two stress tokens in a turn, so you couldn't reposition. And it shut down aces. And that was the point for about six months until Miranda just went miles ahead. Uh, but for about six months, we went back to a more jousting version of the game. And it was interesting because I, I, I jumped on the bandwagon. I was flying three beings and a stress hog uh, because I was curious and I played aces for so long. But I I think as, a, as an ace player, 
aces are a little bit too good right now, but it's really, really, really difficult because if you nerf them a little bit and you get it perfect, then that's fine. But if you nerf it just a bit too much, then I think you just get to the point of two people smashing their heads against each other and it comes down to dice a lot more than it does flying. Agreed. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. There's no point. Like you'll, you'll never see aces again, right? If they, if they push those aces over a little too much. Yeah. So you got to balance it. Mm-hmm. So I will weigh in now since my opinion was spoken for me. Come um, on then. <laughs> I I, I, come, I come from look I look at aces a lot like the bad old days of Warhammer forty thousand called Hero Hammer, mm-hmm. um, where you're looking at a single model that's you know I, I remember the Chaos Lords basically I, I'll I be remember, talking fourth, I fourth edition like the three point five codex yep. yeah you know what I'm talking about yeah where was, I was a Chaos player <laughs> you'd have three models run across the board at you and wipe out half your army and it would just be that unit's dead. That unit's dead. That unit's dead. That unit's dead. The dice doesn't. He rolls dice and you don't. He rolls yep. dice and you don't. He rolls yep. dice and you don't. He ro- It never ended. And when I see like when I see CLT Jedi right now, or one of the like that's my bet noir. I'm losing my mind trying to figure out what to do with against CLT Jedi. Um, but that's what I worry about when I see, quite frankly, the word like what people are just calling the world's list. Because if you guess wrong against Whisper, guess what, dog? You ain't shooting. If you guess wrong against Vader with burners, guess what, dog? You ain't rolling dice. Like, that's just kind so, of the way that goes. I that's get interesting. I get what everyone is saying that you don't want aces to go away completely. And I think that I find it unlikely that that will ever happen. Just because there will always be ships of exceptional individual quality. I just don't like seeing only ace lists. That's I don't mind seeing single aces and then scrubs. I don't mind seeing two aces and a scrub. I just don't like seeing all aces whose only job is to make the other guy feel bad about not being able to be everywhere at once. Yeah, no, that's a good argument. Um, quest, question for you then, based on that. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, take a very side point slightly. I'm I'm sad that I can't take two or three TIE Fighters instead of Grand Inquisitor, because that's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. he's too good. If Again, if you... if um, well, I'll come back to it later, but I think Force, force is an issue I want to come back to. But with with the Worlds list, I'm, I'm curious that you think that that is an ace list, because I built it to be a jousting list, actually. it's it can It can be both. If you play against aces, then it jousts them. If you play against the swarm, it, it's an ace list. It it is such a jack of all trades that it well, can, it can pretend to be what it wants to be. The thing is that if you have that kind of choice, if you have that agency, then you are by default an ace list. If if you can always adjo- avoid a joust, if you want to avoid a joust, then I then see, you're an ace list pretty much by definition. I don't think you can avoid a joust. But you have the you have the choice though, right? Like you can choose to joust, but your list has the action efficiency to not joust if you want to. You 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 always have to joust, but you can mm. choose where where to joust. Right, right. Whisper doesn't. Whisper is the exception to that rule, but Vader Vader and Inquisitor always have to go at things face on. They just yeah. drag them through the rocks first. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just I think you're right, though, about the shame of the the non-equivalency of a 50 po- 52 point Grand Inquisitor and yeah. three TIE Fighters, because three TIE Fighters is what? That's 66 points. It's so 66. theoretically, it should be better than the Grand Inquisitor in a list. It's not even close. So, Not even I mean, close. There's, there's the question, right? Because they, they actually drop the points of Tie Fighters to make them yeah. twenty two. Right. And I, it's, it is a criminal. I, we're talking about like Vader being broken, but honestly, I think the most broken thing in the uh, Imperial faction right now is the Inquisitors. Every single one of those things, apart from maybe the whatever, the one that no one remembers, the basic one without a force point because no one uses it. <laughs> The one that's not the uh, Baron. It, yeah. it, Baron doesn't, the it doesn't have a force point. That's the problem. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, those those things know. are I, busted. I, I don't feel any kind of special way about Fifth Brother. They've both tried to talk me into being afraid of it. And as far as I'm concerned, once you start making him spend force points defensively, 
he's no more special than any of the other ones. Well, How I many mean, average ships do you normally have fly on a list? Is it above yeah. five? Uh, no, I'm probably, I'm leaning towards three right now. Ah, I'm a rebel player. I gravitate between three and four. In in which case you should be scared of him. Uh, but I think a lot of people are trying to use him in three ship lists right now. And he works really well in a four ship. Oh my God. Ah. He's terrifying. He's, um, I, I think that the reason I have a problem with uh, inquisitors right now is, um, I, I really like the four ship rebel like that you're that you're using the three or the four ship and i think imperials right now with inquisitors can do that better than rebels mm. and that Obviously. makes me sad well i mean so w- w- what do you mean by that because when when you're talking about doing four ship so rebel three and four ship is typically a synergy between the pilots mm-hmm. um not uh, at least a loose formation um not 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 so much self-contained ships so you mentioned fifth brother what else goes in a four ship a four ship faux rebel imperialist so i I feel like with with the four ship or three ship rebel lists they're based on jousting efficiency right so they've got the health and they're going to hit you harder than you hit you hit them um so they're a little bit higher initiative, so if you're taking on a swarm, you've probably killed two ships before the whole swarm fires back at you. If you're taking on aces, you just take the hits and then wipe one of them off the board because you've got to point at something. Um, so if you're talking about the four ship Imperials, you've got Fifth Brother, you've probably got one of the other Inquisitors in there, either Grand Inquisitor or, um, or Seventh Sister with a missile of some form. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem here is that they can take passive sensors and have a force point. Um Right. So because you can take passive sensors, then fifth brother with a homing missile sits there with passive sensors and says, right, this thing is taking two crits or it's taking a four dice fully modded shot. Your choice. Like, yep. what, what do you want? Um, seventh sister, uh, you can chuck anything you want on her, concussion missiles, mag pulse, whatever. Um, she'll fire and she's got crack shot if she doesn't have to spend her force. Um, then as, as you say, like you've got Jendon, you've got the you've got ed- anything that is initiative four and like countdown Sabak. there's a load of ships in there that just throw out dice, um, and don't need support because you can take upgrades on them that allow them to be operating on their own. So when the rebel list starts to fall apart after you've killed a couple of ships, the Imperials are just like, cool, you've killed two of them. And here are the other two that are still shooting you at full efficiency. Right, they're like mini aces. Probably is on that. Duchess is probably very high on that list. Yep. Because you have to deal with her first, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And it's. I started. I started more than a few fights in Facebook chats, uh, making fun of Duchess. I just do it to troll a certain player from our local game store. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Rick. Yeah. No, don't. No, don't apologize for Rick. I wasn't apologizing for Rick. I was just expressing sympathy for Rick. No, he doesn't get sympathy either. No, 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 no. Um, um, so, anyway, so we wandered go ahead. Away oh, go ahead. No, Jeff, take it. No, uh, Ali mentioned he wanted to circle back around to what he thought of force. And, you know, that's that's very interesting to me. We talk about that all the time on the show. So it's our favorite topic. To see what he thought. Well, so I, I feel like... FFG has actually been pretty good at costing force. Uh, not not the base cost, because that's really hard to do, but like the force crew, that's that's been pretty effective. Like they're costing yes. it high. Like they're Agreed. aware of how they're aware of how good this is. And they're still but, being played. Yeah, and this right? and like, this is the thing, because it's still it's still good. So yep. they need to cost it higher. Mm-hmm. But what if the alternative isn't costing it higher? The alternative is changing how it works very slightly it works it should work in exactly the same way but why not change how it regenerates why not only regenerate force on a blue move yeah so there are a few things you could do so that one's that one's okay the 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 thing that i have with that one is so much stuff triggers on a blue move yes like you know um so the one one that i i had suggested and that i i actually kind of like um spend a focus token to regenerate a force oh that's fun right you um you know you you that's what jedi are supposed to do anyway they're supposed to they're supposed to meditate 
to, to power their force. So um, that way you can take your focus token, spend your force, and if you keep your focus token, you can get a force back, but you don't have this like just unlimited constantly coming back uh, supply no matter what. And to some extent, the you know spending a force obviously you need to have the action to get the force point. I'd so. I'd probably argue something more along the lines of spend a focus to recover two force or something like that. Okay, but you know that general idea. Yeah, I like it. What if you implemented both ideas? Right, make the republic different. Right, like this is very similarly to what they do in certain uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand armies, where instead of making it a blanket rule. Have it be like, well, force works differently for you know this group of pilots because they're they're trained to use it. While you know the rebels are you know very uh, what is it like guerrilla tactics like touch and go, and yep. so being relaxed and doing those blue maneuvers eases them of the stress and they can get their force back that way. Or both you could even go. You could even go light side, dark side. I mean, if you're sticking with yeah. uh, maneuvers or tokens, you can have different tokens for light side or dark side like dark side might have to spend a target lock or you do a red a red maneuver to get a force back if you're yep. dark side that would be pretty i i like man the more we talk about this concept i love it yeah. that's actually or really even cool. or even something like spend a hit spend a hit on your target to yeah to like regenerate hate, a force, you know? hate just turns into the actual ability like right yep yeah yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that they've done a really good job, a, a pretty good job of pricing crew. Uh, we saw Fifth Brother jump by two points, still on Whisper, still worth it on Whisper. <laughs> totally. Um, uh, mm -hmm. You know, so Fifth Brother, I'm thinking th 13 next time. Let's see what happens. Yeah, just a little bit higher. He was at 14 um, before, the, before but, the change, though, wasn't he at 14? Uh, that was that was Vader. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I get them mixed up. Mm. That but I don't broken. think I, I think the point where they fail is where the big orange numbers meet force. I think that is where they fail because I don't think they have a really clear idea of how those two things interact and synergize and become something that is better than the than both of them, uh, you know, individually. I think I think we're going in the right direction. I I think the other thing though um, with this is you can. I, I was so so happy that they started to do initiative-based costings. Right? It's, it's absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, the the problem that you've got is how far away. I, I've I've got some strong views on this, and I've I feel like I might get shouted at by a couple of people. But screw it, let's go on. Um, so with, I I think they should have two separate points values. I think you should have like so extended versus hyperspace, right? I think extended should not be a tournament format. I think extended should be the general points costs that you play at home, beer and peanuts. They're very easy to understand. Each card just has a value. You could even go ahead and print them on the cards if you wanted to. Like if, if you are playing X-Wing at home on the table and having fun, it doesn't matter because you're having a great time. Just use the ships, right? Then you have hyperspace format and hyperspace format is rotate it whatever do what you like with it but make it intricate make those points cost initiative based as you absolutely have to it doesn't matter if it's complicated because you've got an app for that right you've you've got the points values automatically there um so yeah if if something like passive sensors needs to be initiative costed which it does make it initiative costed uh. if if force points <laughs> need to be more expensive for the initiative six pilot because they do yeah. then do that as well just like go okay we change points every four weeks screw it do them on the fly just make give it a two-week embargo before you can use it in an event um yeah i i feel if like only it was should, that easy I, I feel like they should just update things more often and see what happens like just ch chuck it out there make mix the pot so let me ask this nobody i don't think any of us are going to yell at you about that uh but i don't um, have the ball if <laughs> what Jesus. if since they do have the app hmm. and if we accept the the proposition that um attempts at balance that are decent are better than no attempts at balance mm -hmm. um why not why not also price extended even if it's not used for competition isn't it can't we say fairly that 
a, a balanced game for the people in their, on their kitchen tables is better than an unbalanced game for people on their kitchen tables. I I completely agree with that, and I'm I'm going to shout at myself in this case. Uh, I'm going to give I'm going to give out the counter argument that a lot of people have said to me um, is that FFG are essentially a company that wants to sell spaceships. Um, they want people to enjoy the game. Um, what they are not is they are not um, Wizards of the Coast. They're not Magic the Gathering, um, and they don't have a draft format. So what they need is they need people to be able to sit down, go play the game, come back in two months and still be able to play the game, right? Yes. They don't want someone to open up the app after two months and go, oh, this really cool list that I made is now illegal. Um, They, yeah. So I think that's why they're keeping those points changes um, fairly small because of the fact that realistically the competitive community like i'm i know that i am very much a small part of the amazing world that is x-wing um there is like there's all of us that go to tournaments on a regular basis with probably 10 percent of the people that play x-wing i reckon right um, we, we are a small part so the company is making it for people but this is why i say i think it'd be nice to have two separate points costs so you can have the best of both worlds I, I want to jump in real quick on that one and, and just point out something that sounded eerily familiar to, and uh, Ollie might be the only one who remembers this. We're a model company, not a game company. Do you remember yeah. that? I'm there. Yeah. How many years of rage and frustration did we put up with from like all the way back to the days of Ard Boys? Where was, was that GDW I, or what? I'm, GDW, I'm yeah. on that. It was. For the longest okay. time, like, the infamous Tom Kirby's famous words, we are a model company, not a game company. Jeff, it, yep. it got to the point where they they stopped really like they not that they they would continue they continued to print rules, but they were like, these are, you know, what they said in the office that sounded cool, and we just put them on it yeah. and we don't care what the rules are. We're a model company. We make the models. So um, just as a as a di- complete digression that might amuse you guys, I realized just like four days ago that I had been playing GDW games since 1978 because GDW did the original Traveler game. Oh. So I, I, I have, I mean, I've never played 40K. I've never played any of their miniatures games, but GDW did Traveler back in 1978 and I played that game. So I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. I didn't either. Oh. I mean, I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about it. I just, I was looking at Traveler and I saw GDW right there on the cover. I was like, wow. As, as much as I was grumpy at Games Workshop for a little bit, I do I do like them. I mean, I I worked for them for about three months. Um, but yeah, I like, I like in their in their store or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I I was a star, you were a red shirt. Yeah, I I would I was meant to be uh, for a year, and then my uh, my teaching course got moved up, and my manager was a little sad because <laughs> I just disappeared. But yeah, no, I uh, I worked in Games Workshop for Games Workshop Salisbury for three months. It was nice. That's awesome. Yeah, there used to be uh, five. Drew, there were five games workshops in the Bay Area at one point. Oh, it was it was a beautiful thing. Like there were, yeah. I mean, I I I remember five of them, and I think we're down to one now. Yeah, internet killed the uh, gaming store, right? Killed the brick and mortar, man. It killed it dead. Yeah, we lost. We lost Endgame. Oh, all right. Pour one out for Endgame. Pour one out. Uh, speaking of pour one out, this episode brought to you by Kona Brewing Longboard Island Lager. Um, <laughs> hilarious! Is that hilarious. what you were drinking at the? Is that, is that what you were drinking when I destroyed you at poker last night? You destroyed all of nothing. <laughs> you river bitched me, you evil man. Um, but we are not talking poker or things not related to X Wing right now. Although I could tell many stories of me getting jacked at the last second on dice. Uh, oh, yes. I, hold on, very quick. I did want to jump in here on this. Um, why don't they change the points faster? Um, uh, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, I I was a playtester for a little bit, and I think wasn't it brought up that like LFL has something to do with it, right? If they want to change anything with the Star Wars name or label on it, it has to go only, through a set of there is only printed stuff. So uh... so point point cost. I don't think they have to change. They don't have to get that approval. No, but the playtesting process is, yeah, it, it's mm. relatively long. Like you're, you'd be testing for stuff a long way ahead of yeah, right ahead of when happening. it comes out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay, so I, th- I think, 
as as far as I'm aware at the moment, there is um, there is testing going on both for new content and for actual points updates. So that's kind of cool. Oh, okay, okay. And is it, I think it's a separate group of testers, which is which is good because that yeah that kind and, of specialization is good. I try I and keep so. my keep my nose out of it now. I I used to be I used to be a tester, and I just I ran out of time for it, mm. and um, which is a shame. But I I don't know how how long that NDA thing lasts. So I'm <laughs> I I think all of us but Vince were testers. So Vince, go ahead and hang up, and we'll just talk about testing and not worry about it. <laughs> How would I hang up on you? How about that? <laughs> wow. Um, but we so yeah. we've we've done enough reviewing of things that are, we we all agree are issues to be worked upon. We'll call them that way. Whereas Tom yeah. Cruise would say challenges. Uh, <laughs> let's let's take a look towards the future with we you know so we have the lat coming out and some of the crew that's been spoiled for that uh, is fairly obscene. Okay, uh, run run me through. Because I have deliberately not had a look at it, so what's oh, oh it's cool it's hideous. Shiny? Oh, it's hideous. So the lat, <laughs> the lat is going to make Jedi even more ridiculous than they already are. Yeah. Uh, its chassis ability is that you spend an energy charge. There are two regen per turn, and it comes with two of them. Yeah. Uh, to allow a friendly within, it's either zero to two or zero to three re-roll up to two dice. <laughs> uh, attack dice, attack dice. Yeah, I think it's zero that's, to two. That's the, that's the ability. That's the ship that ability. That's the ship ability, not counting what the pilot does. And you, you regen two of them per turn. I believe yep. it was... I'm pretty yep, sure it was, it's either two or one, and then it, they have oh, a bow tie. It's a bow tie turret with no front arc. That's hilarious. Correct. So it, it's sinker, it's sinker, but you got to spend a charge to do it. Yep, yep. Oh, boy. Yeah. And then, so... But it's if, one for two. One charge for two attack dice. So long as that thing is 50 points or less, all my days. Exactly. That's the, I think we were like, if this, is, if this is... I think we actually said that if this is 50 points or less, we are yeah. in some trouble. 2-7-B Jedi, Anakin with Chopper. We're all good. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. This is all... It's, we're all fine here. We're all fine. <laughs> Everything's fine here now. How are you? Um, and then that's not even mentioning the crew that everyone is freaking out, which is, hey, let's... I'm gonna get Ayla Secura, yeah. Which is a, it's a coordinate into a, it's a purple coordinate into a white focus. Is it white or was it red? No, it's white. It's white focus. What? It's what? a crew card that gives a purple <laughs> coordinate into a white focus. So I think ironically, that is a really good card for the faction because I agree. Jedi Jedi don't need that because they've already got the force. I I think that's going to do really nice things for torrents and arcs. I I think well, I love that on uh, on both oh. specifically. But the, yeah. but the purple coordinate means you've Real. you've got to have a force crew, right? Well, she is she would she, come she, with she, the is, she is she is her own yeah. force crew. Gotcha. Hey, gotcha. Here we go. I I found the card here so it says while an enemy ship in your bullseye performs an attack if the defender is friendly and at range 0 to 2 the defender may change one blank result to a focus result. So that's what the card does, but it gives you plus one force and yeah. gives you white white focus into purple coordinate. Okay. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. oh no, that that's okay. So it's a focus on the ship that has her and then you coordinate. Yes. That's cool. Okay. I can see that. I can see that being used. So I, I feel like, because this is nice. This is, We're seeing Republic expand as a, fa a faction, right? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like you're going to finally see some like missile style lists coming out of Republic. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got time for that. I, I tell you what, I am super excited for. I, I really, really, really want a cheap crew carrier for First Order. That we were, that oh, was literally the yes. first thing all of us said yep. when we saw that shuttle. Yep. Oh, I want it so bad because they've got so many good crew. Yeah, yeah we're hoping doing. we're hoping the G class shuttle is what we're um, is what we're waiting for, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I am utterly terrified of that shuttle plus five or plus five, any combination of epsilons and you know <laughs> named uh, tie FOs with Hux. I'm not excited for that. If it's got a K turn and phasma, oh please. I don't think the the, the Z class does, but I mean it, it it's got white twos, so that'll do. It can yeah. turn. 
Yeah. It can tug. Yeah, I think the Hux thing, I think it could be ugly, but I think that we got it. Because Hux is nowhere near being playable up until now. Yeah, he's um, not very good. He, no, well, he's he, not very you can't good. you can't put him on a big shell. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. mean I've done it for fun and it's perfectly fine for fun, but you're you're not gonna win anything with that. Nah. Um so I'm I'm hopeful that maybe it'll actually be competitively viable in the G class, but who knows? I think also it's... another excuse to get Snoke on the board because God knows Kylo really needs to see somebody else's dial before he double repositions with force. Nah, Snoke is I feel like Snoke is like swoop where no one really knows what he does. <laughs> yep. Swoop is the is that the torrent? That's the torrent that gives out the the boost to smalls and mediums, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so uh, Cormac uh, is was playing this in the Vagabond League. He, uh, not the Vagabond. The um, uh, Fly Better Random Randomizer. Jank League. Tank Open. Yeah. Yeah, the Jank Tank. That was it. Uh, and he got Swoop. And I, we have we have an X Wing chat for the one eight six. There's like thirty five people in there, and not a single person knew Swoop's ability off the top of their head. Not one. Like we literally, all we do is wow. talk about X, X-Wing all day and we're just like, <laughs> oh my God, we don't, we don't know. So yeah, that's. I honestly think the reason we know the Torrance abilities is that was one of our first shows together. I, we covered I think that's the probably Torrance. correct. Yep, yep. So we know Swoop and Axe and Oddball. <laughs> we know, don't forget Tucker. We know uh, Tucker. <laughs> so there we go. You know, you know, you asked me if I've ever listened to your episode. That's, that's the one. That's the one I listened to. Uh, that was a yeah. That was a while back. That was sixty four ago or so. Yeah, that was yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> In a galaxy far, far away. How how has no one how has no one made the list? Tucker and Swoop versus Evil. Yet <laughs> because they're <laughs> true because the list isn't Tucker and Swoop. It's the hundred and fifty points around them. Yeah, it's also true too. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I had to I had to say it. I was thinking. I was like, wait. Oh my gosh, this is perfect for the Jank Tank. Like, let's You're do taking it. So, 50 points of baggage for the list name. It's totally worth yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. true. That's exactly right. Um, it would, it would Ollie, be the can, oh, go ahead, Jeff. Can, can I give you a chance to just uh, do sort of a, a drive-by shout-out? Um, yeah. I want to know who your favorite person to play X-Wing against is in the competitive environment. Um, oh, doesn't have to be X-Wing. Doesn't have to be X-Wing famous. Um, could just be one of your mates, you know, I just, I'm just curious as to who your very favorite person that's... is to play and why. Oh God, that's a hell of a question. Oh man. That's remember beautiful. you are, remember you are under oath, sir. I know. Wow. I know. That's, that's a really big question. Well, give it some thought. We can come back to it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think in terms of like, so fa- favorite person to play. There's there's a load of people that I really enjoy playing. Some like someone I haven't played for a very very long time. And actually, if okay, so let's let's go back into the annals of history. Um, <laughs> a couple of the uh, couple of one of them is is now X one eight six, but um, Yanis Avison and Tom Duncan um, are two of the guys who were lived around uh, the area that I did uh, when I started getting into X wing. And this this was the uh, what was it like wave four. Um, these were the days where I turned up to a tournament with uh, two A wings and a B wing with like proton torpedoes. Uh, I was I was not good at the game, um, but yeah, and just playing playing with those guys and any anyone that goes to a tournament uh, where they're near either me or Tom or Yanis, I am sorry uh, because we took utter utter balls for the solid amount of time that we're even near each other and most of the time we start singing as well so <laughs> um yeah you'll you'll get renditions of uh of aladdin to the center fell track you you will get like other disney you'll, you'll get everything like you'll get absolute nonsense uh so i think i i love so many people in this game and it's it's the reason that i'm still playing is uh because i get to spend money on traveling around europe and the world's to push plastic spaceships around and meet people, but also, uh, yeah, people are awesome, and uh, it's nice to nice to go back to your roots. Excellent. I think Drew I'm, and I tried to compose a, a version of uh, Prince Ali to Rick uh, to Rick Ali. Dude, I, I'm, Ali, I'm so I'm so glad that you mentioned this because I I am 
oddly flamboyant in tournaments and like around all the, all of my friends. And yeah. I've thought a couple of times like, Hey, let's sing this. Or like we give the line. My wife is sitting next to me. She's like, why you, why haven't you done it yet? Like I, 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 I do occasionally love to think about like, Oh yeah. Sing part of the song as you're moving your ship. Right. Like <laughs> yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. The, uh, um, I will next the, time. The, mm. the best thing about X-Men tournaments is annoying the per- person two tables down. It's great. Oh, yep yep <laughs> you get you get those looks yeah it's fine I, th- I think most most people that uh play around the local area are just used to it now i i generally introduce myself as hi i'm ollie nice to meet you uh if i'm really annoying then tell me to shut up or the people next to you probably will um yeah it's wow. it's just a stream of consciousness uh as it's I play. wonderful you know you know when i start to get serious is eventually i'll shut up but the first half hour is basically just me talking at you it's fine yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds a lot like me. <laughs> That's, That's a true. Stop it. The first ten minutes of any game with you is like playing against the Sphinx. <laughs> wow. Like... You think what, riddles huh. or what? No, uh, just, he, he uh, just inscrutable. I think he means. He, in, he just he is locked in. Every decision he makes, it's like it's like watching a really good barber. You know what I mean? Wow, yeah. except for, we you know, I'll come in and, like, Kaz will get shot at range 3 and take 2 damage, and then I'll start moving my ship and be like, oh man, you remember that episode? <laughs> Guys, we're not gonna make it! Like, I don't think we're gonna make it! And he, and he turns away and flies away, and it's like, well, there you go, things like that. I, I love I being sarcastic. It's you're great. talking about. It's not the one I played against that wow. 7 it's... dice at range 3 and took nothing. You know, if you had dropped your games earlier in that tournament, you would have watched me do that because that's exactly what happened. Holly, welcome to the wide world of oh, gaming. Oh, it's great. Absolutely no, I love it. Fine. It's but it, but it's so good to be around a community that like you can do stuff like that and have people chime in and have other people be like, ah, oh, come on, right? But still smile and like you know enjoy it somewhat. Well, so. this is this is the thing, and I've I've been talking to um to a couple of people. I've been, I've been playing people a lot more with voice chat these days because uh, normally when I'm playing online, I've been playing online for years, uh, but I I never really use Discord much. Um, and now since the lockdown started, like you've you've got the Space Jam events, which are amazing. Um, but you've you've got a load of uh, Vassal and TTS tournaments running, and I, I, I'm just finding myself playing games with a load of the people that I would see regularly at tournaments. Mm. Um, and I've realized just how much of my social circle and my friends, I've just are, are X-wing people, and you yeah. you just go, okay, so most of these people are now like some of my best friends. It's really cool. Mm. Awesome. I, I can't I I cannot I almost can't handle X Wing without voice chat. It, it it feels like it takes so much of the fun out of it because you do you aren't able to have that the shared reactions to some of just the yeah. stupidity that happens. Or, yeah. you know, that that time you make a really bad mistake and the other guy cracks like that perfect joke that just breaks three of your ribs. Like <laughs> I, I play these I'm never going to be I'll put it this way. I will never be a top four Worlds player. I'm lucky to top out. If I make the top 16 at anything, I'm in a good mood. I'm mm. here to play with people. Like, that's why I'm out here. And when you don't have that community element to it, it honestly just becomes pulling teeth. Like, all you're doing is waiting yeah. for the dice to go wrong. You know what I mean? Right. Really yeah, you still, have the, you still have the intellectual stimulus of the game, which, which is definitely a part of it for me. But I, I also prefer to play with voice chat. I mean, for one thing, it just speeds the game up. You know, yeah. even no matter how good you are at chatting and, and Vassal um, has its own conventions in terms of abbreviations and, and things like that. So that's good. You can play via chat when you're playing against some guy from Croatia and he doesn't speak English and you don't speak Croatian. And, you know, it's you're, you're chatting and it's fine. But uh, voice chat definitely adds adds something real to it. Um, yeah, it does. Also, shout out to the guys in Croatia. They are really good at X-Wing. <laughs> like... Yeah, I, I don't actually, I don't know why I picked Croatia. Probably because I heard they were really good at X-Wing. So but... the um, last year's, uh, sorry, not last year's, so the 2018 European Team Championships were in Croatia. There you go. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. It's go. a really good place. Game of Thrones was filmed there. Go, like, if you haven't been to Dubrovnik, Go to Dubrovnik. Let me oh, ask, wow. uh, just from, let me ask the three uh, Americans. Do Could any of us pick Croatia out on a map? Yes. 
Okay, I, I'm, I'm pretty decent at geography, and I could not pick Cro. I can't, I can't picture Croatia right now on a map. I don't can't I, picture it. Don't ask me to describe the shape, but if you but if I had a map in front of me, I'd get it right. It's right. uh, it's sort of north around the coast from Israel, and uh, sort of a little bit uh, down from uh, Italy, I think. All right. That's pretty oh, good. Now I'm, just, I, I, now I'm just remembering that line from Kingdom of Heaven. You go to where the men speak Italian and then keep going till they speak something else. <laughs> <laughs> but well, he's I'm, right. Uh, shout I'm out to Croatians. At, I'm yeah. not good at geography. I'm really not good at geography. Oh, we're uh, I'm terrible at geography. Don't don't ask me to point out states. Like <laughs> just so this is so this is a genuine thing. Like the world seems to be annoyed at Americans for not knowing geography, but they forget that the entire country is basically the size of Europe. Like, uh, you, your guys' states are countries. Right. I mean, Especially, realistically. Yeah, California, yeah, right? Texas, and Alaska. Yeah, yeah. They, they are countries. Like, if, if you have a look at Texas, that like the entirety of the, U the United Kingdom fits inside Texas with room to spare. Oh, easily room to spare. I think we could. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not sure about uh, about Ireland or... But I think we could probably fit five. I'm fairly sure like most British. of France, France and Germany and um, Spain fit in there. Like, but uh, let's let's be clear. Kind of worked in a little bit. Let's be clear though. People people around the world are right to make fun of us for not knowing geography. Um, it, <laughs> we, uh, no, I mean we are we we are a a rapidly devolving people in terms of education. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I think it's good for us to be ridiculed for for stuff like that. I think it's I think that's that's the world in general, though. the uh, The internet has done a lot of good things, but it's also brought all the conspiracy theorists together. True. Man, this episode's true. covered a lot of terrain. <laughs> <laughs> we started. <laughs> Where did we start? I think we started talking about. Uh, we started with substantive questions because yeah. that's what you and do. Then, that's what you do best is substantive. And then questions. I kind of just let you guys go, and now we're talking about internet conspiracy theorists. <laughs> it's uh, totally fine. Down the rabbit hole. Shout out 4chan. Um, <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are not shouting out 4chan. We are, Too late. We I just are not. not editing it. You can't stop me. Oh god. So mm. I was I was thinking, like, right back at the start of the episode, there was that you said you had two important questions for me. Did you ask both? Oh, the other ones the other one's long gone. I've lost it. Sure. I thought it I thought sure. it was how expensive you think Vader should have been. That's what I thought it was. Oh no, that I got my I I got a close enough answer to what I wanted. I wanted yeah, 80. He got, okay, okay, okay. He got, he got vindicated pretty good. I mean, a five-point jump to 72 is, is it's significant. It's not nothing. And, it's I, not and nothing. I don't think it's wrong. It um, needs to be enough so where you can't put Whisper and the Inquisitor in there too, right? Yeah, like, I, th I think if, if you're going to point the gun at anything in that list, you point it at passive sensors. 100%. Yeah, passive because... sensors on Vader and Whisper. That's that is just clearly not what they intended with yeah. the card. Like if if you make if you make that list 200 points and don't allow Vader to take target locks after the other initiative sixes, I immediately start flying something else. Mm. Like I or I you, will shelve the list. Or you just say you change the wording so it's not the target lock or calculate action. I think you just stop Vader chaining actions off it. Yep. Well, yep. All, right. All you do is say Vader can only do that. He can only chain actions literally during the perform action step. Well, the, the intention of the card was clearly to say, right, if you've taken this action, you don't do anything else. And then they wrote it wrong. So mm -hmm. Vader can use yeah. it anyway. Yeah. Very effective. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for what it's worth, they've been trying to they've been trying to give low init, uh, low PS ships to use the one E term. They've been trying to give them the ability to to meaningfully carry ordnance for a long time yes. um and uh and, and you know they're just they're getting closer and closer to it and the passive sensors was so close it's good so to see. close it's good you know? to see the, the problem is is as uh as a couple of uh things have been pointed out if you make something good for a low initiative uh it tends to be really really good at a right. for a higher orange number as well yeah yeah, you have to you have to be really really careful with it, um, and um, you know you have to 
I did. I once did a whole when I was when I was testing. I, I did. I submitted a whole expansion of 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 ships and pilots and cards for mid init um, stuff to to up mid init without upping um, higher higher inits, and um, and it is a it is a really fun but difficult design uh, challenge to do that. It is doable, and it's especially doable now that they have a better framework in 2E. But it's difficult, and passive sensors is just—it's an example of that. They came really close to getting it right, you know. Yep. Right, but and, the, I mean, that's the, like the yeah. the 5SFs is genuinely terrifying. Yes, it is. Yeah. Natty Patty spanked me with 5SFs back in one of our regionals. Uh, yeah, I was that's because you can't roll green dice. Nah, it was he. He legitimately spanked me. That was because I I overestimated. I overestimated Anakin's durability, and uh, <laughs> and he spanked me hard. It turns out, if you end up in front of five homing missiles, it's a bad idea. Yeah, they, these were. Ju this was just advanced optics, not even homers. Oh, um, no, he wow. just he, he just outflew me, and and um, I didn't outroll him. So you know, he's a, he's at least as good a player as I am. So he just flat out beat me don't get me wrong i have plenty of dice stories we know that but that wasn't one of them that's half the fun of listening to the episode ollie is listening to me and jeff trade stories of getting destroyed by bad rolling oh there's, there's always a good bad rolling story yeah, bad beat stories man they're universal yep. you had to you you had to say bad beat just it set me off again didn't you <laughs> that was the hope so for, can, for those I who don't know, feel. Jeff and I uh, now play uh, <laughs> poker on the side together, and he river bitched me last night, uh, <laughs> a diamond flush on the river over my two pair that I flopped. Now, to be fair, I flopped the flush draw. I had a three-to-one chip lead, and it was an hour and a half past my bedtime. So yeah, all that means, Jeff, is that you yoloed with a with a bad hand with a losing is a, hand. It was it, it was a winning hand, as it turned out. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're not going to talk about. I'm, I'm not going to make this episode about poker and Jeff being the king of no fun allowed. Last question. This one's fluffy. Favorite pilot who's not in the game, and what ability would you give him, him or her, if she was? Oh, not in the game. Oh wow. Oh, okay. Wow. What pilot? What pilots are not in the game? That's interesting. Oh man. Okay. So, um, Wicket. Oh, Warwick <laughs> Wicket. Oh, that's fun. So, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to um, to like original Star Warsy stuff, um, and let let's go back to Rogue Squadron because I love I love oh, the original Rogue you're, Squadron. You're talking to of our. You're speaking language to two yeah, of us right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So, if we have a look at that, the A wing has always been my favorite ship. Um, and, but I would love, I would love, 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 love to see. So first of all, Tycho Kelchu, mm -hmm. oh, bring yes. back yep. Tycho, make him initiative five or six and put him in a rebel A-wing. Give me a good rebel ace in an A-wing. Yep. Um, but I think, uh, I would really like to see Kaysen Moore in any form. Um, so. Who is that? So in the, uh, if, if you have a look at the Rose Squadron games, um, in the fifth level, um, where you are escorting Y-Wings to try and capture a, uh, a load of yachts um, on... I can't remember the name of the planet. It's very annoying. Um, how do you, spell, yes, how do you spell the first name? Uh, K-A-S-A-N-M-O-O-R. She is the, uh, she's the commander of the... Um, 128th Thai Interceptor Squadron, and she defects over to the Rebels um, in one of the missions. And then she follows around in all the different ships that they fly, so X-Wings and Y-Wings and A-Wings. Um, and she just sounds like a really cool character. She's like a she's a snarky um, ex-Imperial ace um, who is a really good pilot, doesn't take any crap, and I would really like to see her in a, uh, in a ship at some point. <laughs> Voiced by the... Uh... So pretty well known, actually. Some people may not know this. Uh, Olivia Hussey. Oh, interesting. Well, there we go. If you're if, if you're English, you know who she is. Uh, not not so well known to not so well known to Americans. I she's a she she used to be a pretty common TV fixture, right? She did a lot of like BBC level movies. 
kind of made for TV stuff, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I know the name for sure. So going back to Tycho, though, I mean, you could even like you could box him. You could do a special pack with him with a red 20 sided die for tracking his stress <laughs> and make it all very special. You know, here's Tycho's there... back. I'm I'm curious to see because I, I feel like they're going to do him right at some point. They're going to do a Rebel Aces or something similar and they're going to bring out Tycho. Um, but would you give him the same ability? Nah. You mean pose ability? No. I feel hmm. like I feel like you got to give him you got to give him something interesting. Yeah, I agree. Which they may he, that may be the problem is they don't have anything right now that they can come up with. It's true. I mean, the the whole idea is that he's meant to be calm and collector, right? Like nothing nothing phases him as a pilot. Um, but yeah, by the way, if if uh, nobody's watched the um, sorry, if no one's read the Rogue Squadron comics, you should totally go and do that. They're great with uh with Taiko and everyone else in there. But yeah, Rogue I think Squadron is objectively one of the best uh media series outside of the original trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 100%. Now, you know what you could do to reflect something like that? Um you could give him that ability. well, I'm not sure if you'd give him that ability, but you could say something like if if you've got two stress you may two or three maybe three would be better you may roll an extra red die or an extra green die and then get rid of all your stress mm. so I, I like the, i like the idea of ba basically if um so if if he's stressed uh he gets like some form of either modification or he gets to do something like he's something that he wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. That, that, I mean, the thing about that is that's Braylon and 10 numb, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like some, right, something right. on the lines of, if you have one stress token, you can still perform actions as normal. Cause you don't, you don't want to go crazy. Like you don't want to turn him into a K turn all the time, but I feel like just li limit it to one stress token. And, uh, and that, that could be kind of cool. Yeah. But I think again, oh, I'm sorry. But what what do you do with that? Like, I don't think it's actually a very good ability. No, unless, I don't. Unless you put him in an X-wing. Right. That's you that's could. the irony is that Tycho Tycho's ability was on the worst ship for it. Yep. Yeah, but his big orange number was nice. But well, he was an eight, right? <laughs> he was. Yeah, he was an eight. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like the idea of of collecting stress and not really getting a, an advantage in collecting stress until you reach a threshold, Ooh, and then that's cool. getting an advantage and then starting over with your collecting stress. Like, um, you know, like also if if you have two stress tokens, you may roll an extra extra green or red dice if you do. Um, clear however many stress tokens clear your stress tokens yeah so you oh. you could only collect it as long as you were willing to do those red moves and keep in mind push the limit doesn't exist anymore unless your name is poe no so... but you can give him daredevil and get two actions immediately uh, two right. stress immediately yo that's true yeah so you'd have well, to be would... careful with it well that'd also be just like taiko though right the daredevil yeah like, yeah, so that's not necessarily bad, right? And mm -hmm. he's getting an he can get an extra attack die with Daredevil immediately, but it's not like he's modifying it. Yeah, I like that. I think that's cool. And then you put Gina and Moonsong in the list, and now we're off to the races. Um, let's go ahead and wrap it up right there, folks. Ollie, thank you very much for making your uh, inaugural appearance on the show. I have been working on this for a very long time, and I am so glad you agreed to it. Gentlemen, sign off in your own way. Uh, Ali, I, I want to say thank you as well. And Vince, I, you are you are the best schmoozer ever, man. Sincerely, congratulations. You really good. Well, you know, I, I'm not saying you apply it well, but you do it well. <laughs> so. Oh boy. I I mean, I was gonna add to that too. I mean, I was gonna say, Ollie, can you tell he's a little bit of a fan? Like he's 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 a very big fan. So. He he told me he told me that I could talk at people. I'm a very very cheap sell. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, guys, thanks Ooh. thanks for having me on and letting me talk about stuff. There's like loads of great conversation there, and yeah, hope 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 uh, everyone that listens enjoys. I had a great time.
You have a great night. And when you sleep, sleep well. Yeah. Take See care, you guys buddy. soon. I'll have to catch you for another one. You are welcome back anytime. You just tell me when you want to be on the show and us three will make it happen. We World got it. We got his offer recorded, man. He can't rescind it now. It's, it's literally on record. So we're oh, no. good. Traps. That's why we tape everything. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will talk to you all next week.